It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down. Well, good morning to everyone. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavist, Certified Nutrition Specialist and Licensed Nutritionist. This show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company providing life-changing nutrition education and counseling. Joining me today as, in a, as our co-host is Cassie Weenus, and Cassie is a licensed and registered dietitian and the very proud mother of two beautiful children who she likes to say hi to when she's on Dishing Up Nutrition. Not only do I like to say hi, but I think I'd be in trouble if I didn't. They've gotten pretty used to hearing their names on the radio. So hello to my two biggest fans, Riley, my almost first grader, and Rissy, my almost preschooler. (laughs) They are already excited. We already went school shopping for school supplies. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So Amazing. Oh, it's summer's going too fast. But back to nutrition. Dar, you're always talking about life-changing nutrition. And on that note, I want to read an email that we received from Sandy in Vancouver, Canada. Mm -hmm. So our show reaches a lot of places. All areas of the earth, it appears. So Sandy experienced some real health improvements from changing her nutrition. So the email starts out saying, I need to thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) And there's two exclamation marks there. Sandy says, though I'm not quite a purist with the diet, I still do some commercial salad dressings. She says, I've seen and lived the weight and wellness way. I found you when I was diagnosed with prediabetes, and I was determined not to get this dreadful disease. In six months, I have lost 30 pounds. I look and feel phenomenal. I exercise now, and at my last checkup, my hemoglobin A1C was down to 5.6. And that's great, isn't it? Oh, my gosh, that's a great number. And she says, I've shared your podcast with a type 2 diabetic friend of mine whose sugars were out of control, and she was at a loss of what to do. So I gave her a brief lowdown, and then I loaded up. I love this part. She says, I loaded up a spare iPod (laughs) with all of your podcasts for her about three months ago and yesterday she ran over to me to share her great news her sugars so again this is sandy from vancouver washington saying that her friend's blood sugars are getting under control and she's hoping her fasting blood sugar will continue to get even better her high blood pressure is also improving so that's a nice aside um and Sandy goes on to say that her friend is weaning off of her blood pressure medication with her doctor's help, and she's even off of her medication for IBS or irritable bowel syndrome. So it all comes Re- together. Sandy got healthy. Her friends got healthy. It's amazing, isn't well, it? Well, and then this Sandy goes on to say, "Well, how fabulous is this?" And then she says that this friend of hers is encouraging her kids to follow suit. Because they all have suffered from irritable bowel syndrome for years. Wow. And Sandy says, wouldn't it be lovely if we could get more loved ones to follow suit? I love that. I I mean, it almost sounds like she's one of us, doesn't it? She says, but one person at a time is wonderful too. And she ends it by saying, thank you, ladies. You are helping people worldwide. Sincerely, Sandy from Vancouver, Canada. 
Now, those of us that know you, Dar, know that helping people worldwide was your goal when you first started Nutritional Weight and Wellness, and look at that. Kind of Makes a lofty goal, not it? cry. <laughs> it's a lofty goal, but it's happening. You know, I think we just, we can't wait for the government to make health care changes. You no. know, each one of us must make a commitment. I talked about this last week. We've got to make a commitment to our own health in be in charge. Mm-hmm. You know, just because a big cereal company says a product lowers cholesterol, does it mean it really does? Mm, Good question. My goal is to educate people about nutritional truths and, you know, not try to sell a vitamin or a detox formula or some magical pill that says that you can lose 30 pounds in 30 days. So, So that brings us to the topic today. How to avoid weight gain during menopause. Great topic. I'm sure lots of people are sticking their ear right next to the radio after you said that. For a lot of women who begin menopause, it seems everything changes overnight. And if you're one of those women starting menopause, maybe you're experiencing some of the common symptoms like the hot flashes, the night sweats that wake you up several times a night, the thinning hair, the mood swings, the crying for no reason... But for a lot of women, the most troubling is the weight gain they experience. You know, we hear these symptoms all the time when we're working with people, don't we? Yes. And yes, and I agree, Cassie, that they can have a lot of symptoms, but the one that drives them crazy is that weight gain. They came out of nowhere. They didn't change their eating. They didn't change their exercise. The belly fat just showed up. That's right. And yeah, that's true. Most women gain weight during menopause. And sadly, most women gain weight around that middle. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I always ask, why does this happen? And so I thought today we'd look at some possible causes and some possible solutions. So if you have questions today about menopause, you can give us a call. It's 651-641-1071 because we have really researched this topic extensively for the show and for our menopause class. And our menopause class is called Hot Flash, the Nutritional Solution for Perimenopause and Menopause. And if you are menopausal, you're not alone. 70 million American women are menopausal. And every day, I thought this was so interesting, 4,200 women become menopausal every day in our country. That's That's a lot of... That's a lot. That's of, a lot of crazy women out there. <laughs> no, listen, this is going to happen to you someday. Oh, I know, and I say crazy because I remember when my mom, and mom will probably listen to this show at some point. So, not saying this in a bad way. I just remember when my mom hit that age, and it was scary for me because I didn't know why she had gotten so moody, and she would sometimes just get in the car and and drive off. Okay. And I didn't know if she was coming back, but I think, you know, she didn't know the stuff that we're going to be talking about today. She didn't know how to treat these mood swings that were happening out of the blue. Exactly. You know, and she had to ride that wave and it, it eventually passed, but I'm sure it was a scary time for her and it was and a scary time for me. You know, Cassie, your mom is one of the reasons that we put together our menopause class because, you know, in our three-hour seminar kind of menopause class, it's like you can get a lot of answers or doing an individual consultation. Yeah. So you don't have to suffer because your mom didn't right. know. Right. No one had helped her figure this out. Right. But the doctors, I'm sure, weren't saying much. But I like what you said, Dar, so that you don't have to suffer. And that reminds me of 
the client I was telling you about in break mm-hmm. that I just had on Thursday and um, brand new to nutritional weight and wellness and has never heard our radio shows or anything, but found us uh, maybe by an advertisement on the radio. I don't know. But she came in and she was telling me the story of how she had been on um, artificial hormone replacement for years. And then when that big scare came, like, these are not good for you, and all the doctors were taking people off of it, her doctor took her off of her hormone replacement therapy, cold turkey. It forced her into menopause, and she had awful symptoms. And the worst for her was the hot flashes. And she said, I timed it. I was having hot flashes every 90 minutes. Oh, wow. And she said it was disabling. So she went back to the doctor hoping for some type of a partial solution at least. And she had a young doctor. And we've all been there, right, in our 20s. We think we know it all. Young doctor in her 20s. And the doctor looked at her and said, you just have to tough it out. (laughs) And she said, I looked right back at her and I said, when you go through menopause and you're having these hot flashes... I hope you think of me as you're toughing it out. <laughs> so, so we don't we, we don't, don't want, want you to just no. tough it out. No, we, we problem solve and figure it out. We want to help. So when we talk about the the menopausal weight gain, like you said, Dar, you have to ask why is this happening? Why do people gain weight around the middle during this period in their life? And does it happen overnight? Well, it probably doesn't happen overnight. It seems that as we age, our cells are slowly becoming more and more insulin resistant. So this has been Mm -hmm. building up for years. Yes. And insulin resistance causes fat to accumulate more around the middle. So sort of that spare tire look. So insulin resistance is one of the biochemical causes of that belly fat so many women develop during menopause. And it just builds up very slowly. So... Cassie, should we take a caller before our first break? I think Glad if we you're can... watching the boards. <laughs> yes. Okay. On line one. Hi, Kat. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. You have a question for us this morning? Um, yes. I'm 20, I mean, I'm 54. Mm-hmm. And um, I started going through perimenopause pretty early, and the symptoms were really bad, and um, especially the mood swings and stuff. So then I got on antidepressants. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I was on um, hormone um, therapy. And what happened, you know, I had health insurance at that time. And then recently, in the last year, I didn't. So I had to drop everything cold turkey. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, now in the last two months, I also had bariatric surgery. You okay, know? sure. And then now in the last two months, I am just losing weight without trying just like crazy, which I'm really happy about, you know. Right. And I've been listening to your show and trying to eat as healthy as I can because I don't have, you know, the medical stuff to help me anymore. And, I, you know, I want to be able to get as much nutrition in me as I can. And I'm wondering if this, the antidepressants and the hormone therapy dropping is why I'm losing weight. Oh, it's very possible. Yes, exactly. So, you know, if you look at this logically, if you've had bariatric surgery, you probably did it because you wanted to lose weight because you were overweight. And actually what happens is when people have a lot of extra weight, extra fat cells on their body, their fat cells make estrogen. And so you were very estrogen dominant or you had a lot of excess estrogens. And that's probably why you were having a lot of menopausal symptoms. It's oh, it's okay. you have too much estrogen, 
and not enough progesterone. And and yes, uh, you know the question. Your question is, could when they gave you more estrogen, it made more fat cells? And yeah, of course, I, even right. after the bariatric surgery, I didn't lose a lot of weight sure. until just now getting off of everything. You know, and, and I have to say, just huh. working with hundreds and hundreds of people, that most people that are on antidepressants do gain yeah. weight when they're on antidepressants. Right. So yes. That's probably what's going on. Oh, how interesting. So good for you. And, you know, just I hope you're not, you know, the thing is, if you're still having symptoms, maybe take our class uh, that we're offering. You know, we're offering it at two different locations. So uh, just check our website, weightandwellness.com, because you can get a lot of answers. And it's not costly. So I got one quick question. I don't know if this is related, but... I've been getting, like, um, leg cramps really bad that, you know, they wake me up at night. Is that anything to do with that? No, it's because you're getting deficient in probably magnesium because you have the bariatric surgery. So I would recommend that you take some magnesium glycinate so that you bring up your magnesium level. That's usually what's happening with muscle cramps, Charlie horses. Great question. Great question. Thanks for calling us this morning. Thank you. I suppose we need to take a break. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Where is that? (laughs) We do. We do. So we're going to take a quick break. If you have a question about, um, oh, that's not what I wanted to do. Oh, I was going to tell us about. Here, Cassie. You know what? (laughs) Yes, I wanted to invite you to our weight and wellness series at our new Maple Grove Nutritional Weight and Wellness Center. And I think I'm going to talk a little more about that when we come back. So stay tuned to hear more about the series we're offering at our new location. And we'll be right back. If you want to feel better, you want to have more energy, you want to sleep through the night, feel less achy, improve your digestion and your moods, look at nutrition. Good nutrition can change all of those things, and the educators at Nutritional Weight and Wellness want to help you. They do this with their weight and wellness classes. It's a series of six classes. You can learn so much about your body and how to properly fuel your body. Did you know that poor nutrition is related to more than 90% of all health conditions? Learn how to properly run your body. The educators at Nutritional Weight and Wellness can help you through the weight and wellness classes. Right now, if you register with a friend or family member, you'll each get $25 off. Classes are taught at Nutritional Weight and Wellness offices and many other locations throughout the Twin Cities. Call 651-699-3438 or go to weightandwellness.com to find a class near you. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, if you have a question about menopause, give us a call. It's 651-641-1071. Or if you have a lot of questions, sign up for our class called Hot Flash, The Nutritional Solution to Perimenopause and Menopause. It's a three-hour mini-seminar, and you will learn just a lot of nutritional solutions for hot flashes, for sleep problems, for vaginal dryness, mood swings. You know, we have several classes that we offer. And so coming up this next week uh, on Tuesday night, July 17th, we have a class in St. Paul and in Wyzetta. So it's from six to nine. And the fee for this class is $39. And guess what? You can bring a friend for free. (laughs) 
You can bring a friend oh, for free. Could we make it any more affordable? That's no. an awesome deal. It I is. just learned about that just now. So great. And as I kind of fumbled before break there, <laughs> I now have my thoughts back together. And I do want to mention um, our new Maple Grove location which is where I work. Love that office out there. I'm only 15 minutes from home, so that's part that's of why nice. I love it too. It is, it's great, and we're but right. It's brand new. It's brand new. It's a nice, nice office. It's easy access off the interstate, mm-hmm. Maple Grove Parkway exit, kind of back behind all of our enemies. We're back behind the McDonald's. We're next <laughs> to a liquor store, and we got some other fast food, you know, pizza places by us, but. Skip all those places, come to see us, and we have the six-week weight and wellness series being offered out there this next week. So if you have blood sugar issues or if you have cholesterol problems or if you have aches and pains or maybe you're feeling a little down and a little moody, this six-week series can change your life. We hear it all the time. The series changed my life. So if mornings are best for you, we have a Monday morning class starting July 16th from 1030 to 1230. And that will meet every week for six weeks. Or if evening is better, join us on Tuesday, July 17th from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. The cost for this six-week series is just $225, and you get 12 hours of great information. And if you bring a friend or a family member, you each will save $25. If you're a nurse or a teacher, these classes qualify for continuing education credits. That's the best Mm -hmm. deal you'll ever get on continuing education credits. So get your credits and get healthy at the same time. And if you want to sign up or if you want to learn more, you can call our office at 651-699-3438. Or you can go online to weightandwellness.com. I know you were talking before, Cassie, that uh, many of the nurses up in, I don't know which. Unity Hospital. Shout out to Unity Hospital. They have taken our classes and and think they're fabulous and learned so much. Yes, I was just talking to them earlier this week. So there's a group of them out there. So great for nurses. Um, but like we said, teachers too, mm-hmm. registered dietitians, if there's any dietitians That's right. out there, they can get credits too. So, so we were talking about why people gain weight uh, at menopause, especially around the middle. And we were talking about It's part of insulin resistance. Mm -hmm. So just to explain more about the biochemistry. So insulin's role, it's a hormone, you know, is to carry the glucose or sugar into the cell for energy and metabolism. And that's basically what it's supposed to do. When the cell receptors have insulin resistance or resistance or a little coating over the receptor, that sugar cannot get into the cell directly Mm -hmm. to give us energy. So guess what? It gets stored as body fat. Right. And especially around the middle. Right. When you gain it around the middle, we call it your insulin meter. Mm-hmm. So now some of our listeners are probably wondering, how do our cells get to this state of insulin resistance? How does this happen? Well, it happens over time. And it happens because you've eaten too many carbohydrate foods for too long. Oh, no. (laughs) How many people did we just cover with that statement? Too many carbohydrate foods for too long. So I want everybody listening right now to think back. Think back about a time when you ate too many carbohydrates. Maybe it was for breakfast this morning. (laughs) Maybe it was. Maybe it was a bowl of cold cereal. Mm -hmm. Lots of sugar. That turns into sugar. And then if you pour skim milk over the top... 
you have a lot of sugar in that skim milk. And then if you do a glass of juice or a piece of toast with that, that's even more sugar. Or maybe it was the candy at the candy dish at work this week. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I have clients that eat cold cereal for, for dinner or for a bedtime snack, too. So that's right. another thought. The Dairy Queen Blizzard on the way up to the cabin on the weekend, that's all carbohydrates that turn to sugar. How about snacking on cheese and crackers when you get home from work and you're famished? Mm-hmm. Or the beer at happy hour or the caramel mocha latte or, oh my gosh, how many of you have been to summer picnics? It's the potato salad and then it's the baked beans and then it's the corn on the cob and then it's the watermelon and then it's the brownie and then it's the lemonade for your drink. <laughs> it's just a it's straight sugar, sugar fest. Yeah. Or maybe it's Friday night pizza or maybe it's a coffee house muffin or maybe it's your mom's best brownie recipe. Yep. And people, it's just one time after another in individual events that keep happening over and over. Right. So, you know, all these one <clears throat> excuse me. All these one-time events add up to many events. Right. And honestly, as we age, our cells become more insulin resistant and then we can gain weight very easily, especially mm-hmm. around the middle. Mm-hmm. You know, the worst of all, it is a type of weight that is very difficult to lose because your metabolism must break through that insulin resistance. It's kind of a crust on your cells and it must break through that crust. And I you know, I said it's it's difficult, but it's not impossible. No. And we see it all the time we, in our nutrition for weight loss or even our weight and wellness classes. People are losing weight and they're feeling much better. That's the hope here is that you can heal insulin resistance. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's not always easy, but it is possible. And don't you usually say, Dar, you know, at, well, I don't even want to say average. It can take up to nine months to heal that. It can. Not that for everybody, no. but that would kind of be your worst case scenario mm-hmm. to heal those receptors on your cells so that you stop storing every calorie you eat and start burning some of it for energy. And Dr. Christine Northrup, I know some of the listeners have heard of her. She's the author of The Wisdom of Menopause, the book called The Wisdom of Menopause. And she shared how sensitive she has become to processed carbohydrates, especially the grains. And she wrote in her book, many carbohydrate-sensitive individuals find that eating grain products trigger binge eating. I've certainly seen this happen to me with brown rice, she says. And she says, you know, brown rice, a health food, in quotations, that I used to consume regularly but have had to virtually eliminate. I mean, think about this. Mm -hmm. When Kristen Northrup is saying that she has to eliminate brown Brown rice rice. because she's become that sensitive to carbohydrates. Right. Right. And people think of brown rice as a healthy food, but when we think of our blood sugar response, brown rice is not that much different from white rice. Brown rice has more vitamins and minerals, but if we're talking about a blood sugar response, it's not all that different. Um, She says, even a whole wheat tortilla wrap sandwich at lunch tends to make me feel groggy and bloated. Looking back, I can see that eating too much bread has been a problem with me for years. But at perimenopause, my body finally said enough. I think she is so wise. Isn't isn't that a great statement? And we're going to talk more about that when we come back, but we're going to take our second break. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Here's some food for thought as we go to break. After counseling hundreds of women in perimenopause or menopause, 
I've come to realize that most women know very little about their own body and their hormones. And we have wrongly been told that menopause is a time of low estrogen. In reality, more than 80% of menopausal women have too much estrogen. And Dar mentioned that earlier with that collar cat that we had on the line. So think about this. Is excess estrogen a risk? Yes. Excess estrogen increases your risk to developing breast cancer. Excess estrogen increases your risk to developing uterine cancer. It also increases your risk to developing colon cancer. So since estrogen toxicity can lead to other health problems, give us a call today to find out how you can detox from these harmful estrogens. And you can call us here at the studio at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, if you don't live close to Maple Grove, now, Cassie, Darn. not everyone lives up there. You well, know that. I wish they'd come see me, though. <laughs> <laughs> you can still take the weight and wellness series. You know, yesterday a client told me, I've been planning to take the weight and wellness series. She had been planning, she said, to take it for over two years. Mm-hmm. And this past spring, she said, I finally took it from Amy, and it was great. Amy I was... hear great things <laughs> about Amy. And she brings me grass-fed eggs when, when she comes out to um, oh, okay. Maple Grove, so that's good, too. So she said, Amy was a great teacher, and I no longer have aches and pains. I lost inches. You know, I haven't weighed, but my clothes are fitting better. I'm going to take it again this fall. Oh, good. So we have the Weight and Wellness Series in St. Paul. We have it in Wayzata. We have it in North Oaks. We have it in Lakeville. And, you know, one of our... Team teachers uh, at Lakeville is going to be Nell this time. And so if people are, they know Nell because she's lost 90 pounds and she's been a guest on the show. She is a dynamic speaker, Mm -hmm. a a big sweetheart, and she's going to do great. So we'll probably fill up Lakeville. I think so. And I'm going to call my mother-in-law. My mother-in-law down in southern Minnesota has always been wanting to take it. And it's maybe an hour and a half drive for her up to Lakeville. But she said, I will get a group of ladies. Oh, good. And we'll just make it a fun girls' night every week. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to get her going to see Nell. Good. So, you know, honestly, we have both evening classes and daytime classes. And did I mention? I think I did. (laughs) We have great teachers. Hmm, I wonder why we have great teachers, maybe because we were taught well. And guess what? We have air conditioning. Hey, just that (laughs) alone this summer is worth the money. I mean, I think a lot of people are taking their kids to movies to be in air conditioning. Well, this is going to be a better thing for them to do. Yeah, yeah. You'll learn some great information. So should we take a few We should take some callers. Yeah, let's go to line one. Nancy, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. You had a question about menopause? I do, yes. And my question has more to do with the fatigue and anxiety. Now, I've been eating healthy for years. I've stayed away from gluten, dairy, sugar because of migraines, and that's worked fantastic. Um, still deal with uh, vaginal dryness, and um, the Gallup Mastel suggested Vagifem tablets, and I may pursue that. But the fatigue and anxiety, I don't know. Well, I think one of the couple of things to look at is, first of all, um, you know, I think if you are experiencing one possibility, you know, there's a lot of possibilities, but one possibility if you're experiencing vaginal dryness is that you are not probably eating enough beneficial fat. So you have to make sure that you're eating good beneficial fat. 
And then I always recommend that you take omega-3 fatty acids to make sure that you're hydrating those cells with good fat. Plus, there's another very, very important fatty acid to take, and that is an omega-6 fatty acid called GLA. And that comes from borage seed oil, and it is key, key, key mm-hmm. for uh, preventing vaginal dryness. So you got to get the fatty acids up and also the amount of fat that you're taking in. You know, the coconut oil, the butter, and all that. Now, the energy. That sometimes says either you're not sleeping very well or, and if you are, then maybe it's not eating enough protein. Because, you know, yeah. protein drives your energy. And I think for women, we struggle with this all the time to eat enough protein, don't we? Right, I, right. Know. Well, I would. the question I always like to ask is, think about yesterday. How many times did you eat animal protein? And it's like the, the light bulb goes on. Because for your best energy, five times a day getting animal protein would be best. Does any of that ring a bell with you, Nancy? Well, I do um, take um, three fish oils a day. I eat lots of coconut oil. I'm in love with it. And real butter. Well, <laughs> add, add some GLA because that's the key part, I mm-hmm. think. Sounds like that. And I try to push the protein. I know I don't always get enough, but I try to keep pushing that. And it's, yeah. it's hard because, well, I can have goat dairy, but you got to be careful with dairy because then you get constipated. So, right. um, yeah, it's it's hard to get enough of the good protein that. But, you know, we've got some great recipes on our website. I think we've got mm-hmm. like a chicken patty recipe and a turkey patty. I think it's on our website. Yet. Yep, which are great for snacks yep. or the meatball. I just made the wild rice meatballs, and those work great for snacks, too. And, you know, um, every week I make up a pot of chili, and I just put it yeah. in my refrigerator. And I, the, mm-hmm. my trick is <laughs> to put it in quart glass jars. Then when I look in the refrigerator, I can see it, and I say, oh, yeah, I have food. Right. (laughs) And then I, you know, because chili is a great recipe, Mm -hmm. and, you know, you start with two pounds of meat rather than one and just one can of uh, kidney beans, and you've got a perfect meal then. Mm -hmm. So those are some ideas. Yeah. I love the the recipe for the breakfast patties with the sage. Mm -hmm. That is great. (gasps) Yes, it is. I am in love with that one, too. And it's so easy. That's the other reason why I love it. That is such an easy recipe. Turkey breakfast sausage, and that's up on our website, too. Well, thank you for the call, Nancy. Thanks. All right, let's take another call. Sure, sure. Okay. Jane, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Did you have a question for us? Oh, I sure do. This topic is just... I can't say near and dear to my heart, but, um, <laughs> but a much-needed uh, yeah. topic, right? Oh yes, fifty-seven years old, and I guess I went through menopause a few years ago. I have never had belly fat, and so this is real tough for me. But um, I recently was at my yearly appointment with my gynecologist, and of course we go through the list of foods. Am I getting enough? Uh, foods with calcium and things like that. So I'd leave with a list um, and their amount of calcium and fat, et cetera, on this list. But in there are foods that I'm I'm really concerned about, um, you know, like sweet potato, chickpeas, that kind of thing. Is that going to make me, is that going to contribute to my well, belly fat? Well, you have the, to, you know, it's a half cup serving. So it has to be, those starches have to be limited, you know, for most of us. Yeah. And so, yeah, sweet potatoes are great, but it's a half a cup. Chickpeas are great, but it's a half a cup. So those are nutritious foods, but right, you're you're thinking, right, that you could easily overdo it. 
Well, it, yeah, and and I'm I'm trying to cut down on all of that, and I and I'm kind of thinking after hearing the your discussions and calls in too that I might just be better first of all eliminating sugar, and right and any starches, breads, rice. Yes, definitely everything total. Yes, yes, and definitely, and most people have to. And um, as basics, and get your yeah, and get your carbohydrates in vegetables, you know. And right. then if you're looking at things that are higher in calcium, you know, like broccoli and kale and spinach, and spinach, oh, and those sardines are, yeah. with the bones in. I mean, those all have higher, higher calcium, but they're also low in carbohydrate, and they have a lot of fiber. I think you're on the right path. It's 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 great. Your thinking is right. Okay. That's kind of what we uh, that's what we teach basically in our weight and wellness classes or even in our menopause class. Yep. It, yep. Okay. Well, I'm going to try to go to the menopause class in, in uh, St. Paul this week and get some new chips. But you said um, GLA mm-hmm. would be another thing. Yep. That's really great for, for vaginal dryness and it's also it also can no. stimulate um, metabolism too. Yep. In a it, natural way. Okay. Oh. Well, I'm going to try to make it to your class. Thank you so much. All right. This has been very helpful. I appreciate it. Thank oh, you. Oh, thanks for calling. Can we take one more caller before our break? We that caller hung up, oh, okay. so we're gonna. Okay, um, that's good. Yeah, no, because we have other stuff to talk about, and I don't know. Do we want to take a little time and um, talk a little bit more about yeah. the sugar piece before we go to sure. break? Go ahead. I mean. Yeah, you know, we were we left off um, talking about Christine Northrup's book and and how she herself found how sensitive she was to carbs, which is probably why this last caller too, you know, it sparked yes. her to say, should I even be eating these things? Um, you know, and for some people, maybe those grains aren't going to work, like the rice, uh, the breads, those things. But like you said, Dara, a half of a cup of sweet potatoes, so much nutrition there. Yes. And not too much sugar if we keep it to a half of a cup. So pull out that half cup measuring cup and and really measure your carbs. So, you know, kind of let's face it. When most people, most women reach the age of menopause, their cells have become sensitive to excess carbohydrates. And, you know, you gave a whole list of where we can get those excess carbohydrates. And their body simply says enough. Right. And their metabolism shuts down. So cutting back on carbs means cutting down on sugar, which means eliminating or cutting way back in another food group, Mm -hmm. alcohol. Right. Hard to tell people (laughs) in the summer, but it's the truth. And it's alcohol in any form. Mm -hmm. So that means alcohol coming from wine coolers, high, high sugar. Yeah. Wine, beer, high, high sugar. Beer, the worst. Hard liquor. You know, alcohol is nothing but sugar. Mm -hmm. And many of our clients find that when they cut out the two glasses of wine with dinner, voila, they lose weight rather quickly (laughs) even. So lots of times the hot flashes go away too. Another nice bonus. And we're going to be talking more about this, but we do have to take a 
commercial break, not because we want to, but because we have to. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. I do want to let people know before we go to break about two other classes that we're having at the Maple Grove office. Do you think I'm a little Uh proud of my (laughs) office out there on the west side? First, Brenna, one of our new dietitians, will be teaching Go Gluten-Free the Healthy Way, a new class we've been offering, and we've really been filling it up. So there is a need. Brenna's going to be teaching that on Wednesday, July 18th in Maple Grove. And then Mary Haugie will be teaching my favorite class, Nutrition for Happy Focused Kids, on Saturday, July 21st. Both of these are two-hour classes. They're only $25, and you can bring a friend for free. How much better can you get? So call 651-699-3438 to save yourself a spot, or you can go to weightandwellness.com and sign up there, too. We'll be right back. If big sweaters are your friends and mirrors your enemy, you might be ready for Nutrition for Weight Loss. If you last wore skinny jeans in the last century, you might be ready for Nutrition for Weight Loss. If your metabolism is so slow you think it's in reverse, you might be ready for Nutrition for Weight Loss. Nutrition for Weight Loss was created by the nutrition experts at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Using years of experience, they've crafted a plan that works based on breakthrough biochemistry and nutritional science. You'll cut your cravings and punch up your metabolism while eating real food. The team at Nutritional Weight and Wellness has helped hundreds of people get the body they want, and they can help you succeed, too. Find out what Nutrition for Weight Loss can do for you. Call 651-699-3438 or online it's weightandwellness.com. That's weightandwellness.com. If you don't want to suffer and starve to drop the pounds, you're probably ready for Nutrition for Weight Loss. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, I read a report this week, a nice government report, and it's about the obesity crisis. And they're saying that more and more government agencies are recognizing that for people to change their eating habits, they need nutritional information based on research. Huh. huh imagine yeah. that. And I, they also said that people need more nutritional information. You know, they don't really know what they should be eating. Right. And they need ongoing support in order to make these changes, but in order to keep those changes going, yes. ongoing support. Sounds like our philosophies. Yes, it is. Support that offers real-life suggestions about how to eat, you know, in a busy schedule. We ask, this is something we hear all the time. So they want real-life nutrition, not a diet. Well, and, and finding is, that, that that's what people need. And you just said, duh, really loud as you read that report, <laughs> did you? But Well, great that they're finally coming around. But it makes me think that's why our eating fast without eating fast food is, yes. at least in the corporate world, I've been teaching that class a lot. And, and people love that class. that's what people need. Yeah, mm-hmm. people are busy. So, so we should get back to what we were talking about Um yeah, and and we were we were talking about don't drink beer on hot summer days, right? right? Is that what you said? That's right. And you know, I know what I'm going to say next. We've said probably several several times on other dishing up nutrition shows, but it's especially true for women who are gaining weight during menopause. Your body will be able to burn stored fat when you don't eat and when you don't drink excessive amounts of the wrong kinds of carbs. The excess blood sugar, you know, like you were talking about, Dar, from the beer, or I mentioned the corn on the cob and the baked beans and the brownies, the excess blood sugar you get from these things gets stored as fat, 
And oftentimes that accumulates on your belly, sometimes on your hips. Mm -hmm. But being as careful with carbs as many of us need to be takes real commitment to our health. You know, and I know I can see this all the time for myself and my friends. As we get older, our lifestyle changes. You know, we go out for dinner with friends more often. Mm -hmm. And it's easy to dig into that bread basket. Kind of... Not even realizing it as you're visiting. And order a glass of wine. Yeah. Or have a sandwich or share a dessert. And honestly, the alarm bell should be going off in your head Mm -hmm. saying, too many carbohydrates, too many carbohydrates. Wouldn't it be nice if people actually had that alarm bell that (laughs) just started? (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure you do. We just get it planted in everybody else's head. You know, we know alcohol consumption increases your risk for weight gain, but did you know Many studies have linked drinking alcohol with an increased risk for breast cancer. And don't we all know a lot of people that have suffered through breast cancer? The latest research showing that drinking alcohol is more, or the latest research has shown that drinking alcohol is more strongly associated with the hormone sensitive type of breast cancer. So the more you drink, the greater the risk. The study showed that women who have an estrogen positive type of breast cancer and drank alcohol on a regular basis, they were more at risk of having a reoccurrence of breast cancer. This nurse's health study found that the risk of breast cancer in women who had just one or more drinks daily were 60% higher than the risk of breast cancer in women who did not drink. 60%. And, you know, really, Cassie, I found another study. It was done in 2009 that they found that breast cancer survivors who consumed one or more drinks had a 90% increased risk of breast cancer reoccurring. Isn't that amazing? So part of that alcohol-breast cancer connection is due to the alcohol's effect on the liver and its ability to break down and process, which means to get rid of Mm -hmm. extra estrogens. So we, now we want to talk about the estrogen estrogen connection yes. to weight gain. And we did a little bit with a caller that called in. Yeah. But yeah, but this is one that everybody needs to be reminded of. And some people maybe have never heard before. You know, I <clears> think many times in the past, and I even still hear it today from clients in the office, when women become menopausal, they are told they have a deficiency of estrogen. And then sometimes they're given the hormone replacement therapy, the estrogen medication. But actually, when we become menopausal and we stop ovulating, we stop producing progesterone. But our ovaries still make estrogen, as do our adrenal glands, as do our fat cells. So we have a gradual decline in levels of progesterone, while estrogen levels either stay the same or sometimes they even increase. Now, think about this. Progesterone is meant to balance out estrogen. But when you go through menopause and that progesterone declines, estrogen estrogen levels now are unopposed. They have nothing to balance them out, so you have a relative excess of estrogen. So now we need to talk about why is excess estrogen a problem with weight gain? Because we know it is. When you have too much estrogen, you can gain weight very easily. So... There are many biochemical connections to excess estrogen and weight gain. So let's look at some of these very simple connections. Excess estrogen and low progesterone may be the reason so many women have trouble sleeping Mm -hmm. at this stage of their life. 
Though often menopausal women get to sleep, but they wake up frequently through the night. And we know that the lack of sleep slows metabolism, and women then gain weight around the middle. So a simple solution is to use a natural progesterone cream at bedtime. And I personally like the professional brand called ProGest mm-hmm. because it contains no toxic chemicals. And it does contain a little vitamin E, which helps to carry the, the progesterone right through. It's a transdermal cream, so it carries it right into the cells. And then that, that's amazing how they formulate some of these products. Well, and I have seen you, Dar, before go out and grab some ProGest and put it on or have a client rub it in, you know, to a thin-skinned area when they're being very emotional. When they're very emotional, During a consult, and they just seem to calm down. So there's different, many great reasons, I should say, to use that ProGest. And actually, we know that when you have high estrogens, you cry more easily. Mm Mm-hmm. And when you don't even want to. Right. Like, where did that come from? Yes. Yeah. Another connection to weight gain with excess estrogen is that when our brain has excess estrogen, the neurotransmitter or the brain chemical we call serotonin gets blocked. And when serotonin is blocked and the cells, then all the cells in your body are becoming more serotonin deficient, that causes us to crave more carbs. That also causes us oftentimes to be more moody and more emotional. So there you are, a crying, moody, (laughs) carb-eating mess, and then you're going to gain weight. But think about that. Excess estrogen in your brain blocks the communication of serotonin. Interesting. So there's so many different connections, isn't it? It's just, Mm -hmm. and things kind of sneak up on women in that menopausal time. So estrogen toxicity causes many hormonal problems for women and even for men. And actually, we're going to have Greg Peterson on the show coming up on talking about how estrogen is toxic for men. And here's just some things that happen for women when they have too much estrogen. You know, water retention, bloating, mood swings, night sweats, insomnia, fuzzy thinking, Unusually heavy or long-lasting periods. And, oh, yeah, weight gain. Uh, I, so many people are relating right now. I can just feel it because I get these clients in my office that list off all of these things. Mm-hmm. So as you can see, the cause of menopausal weight gain is a very complex problem. It's a lot more, a lot more than calories in, calories out. I mean, if it was that simple, everyone would be a normal weight, right? Sure. I mean, every woman would want that. We that all happening. can do the simple math. Yes. Now, at, at our offices, when we help menopausal women with weight loss, we problem solve and we figure out what is out of balance. And it's different for everybody. You know, it, exactly. certainly there are some common themes that we're talking about today, but everybody's very individual and we try to help rebalance them. So, you know, first of all, we recommend nutritional counseling. I mean, you've got to get the right foods going in. For you yes. individually. Yep. Yes. But... You know, another possibility for estrogen dominance, I recommend adding a supplement that's called Estrofactors, and it's one that's made by Metagenics, and it's mm-hmm. a wonderful liver detoxer. To detox those estrogens. But we also recommend kale and Brussels sprouts and spinach and all those things. Broccoli and cabbage. And thank you, Cassie. Oh, great show. Join us next Saturday. Were you born insulin resistant will be our topic. It's going to be a great show. Bye.
The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.